Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is your host, Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a coach, a hypnotherapist, and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution and Brave New Girl. And this podcast is all about helping you to become your calmest, happiest, and most confident self. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is just me this week with a solo episode. I'm going to be talking about overwhelm. Overwhelm, which I'm pretty sure the majority of humans in the Western world can relate to. I was thinking about this earlier today, how different our lives are now compared to how they were when we were evolving. Yes, times were hard when we lived in caves in lots of different ways, but we didn't have days that were full of a million to-do lists, deadlines, having to be places at a certain time, having so many demands on us, knowing what everyone in the world is up to 24-7. There are a lot of pressures that we did not evolve to deal with and feeling overwhelmed almost seems like, you know, of course we feel overwhelmed. It'd be weird if we didn't feel overwhelmed with the lives that we lead. Not to mention all the things that coronavirus has, you know, put on our plates and 2020 in general. So one of my intentions for the coming year is to work on finding ways to create more ease and calmness and flow and a sense that things are taking care of themselves rather than the sense of overwhelm that I can definitely relate to, that we're juggling a million things. And if we pause for a moment, things will just come crashing down around us. So signs of overwhelm might be that you are overthinking things a lot and your mind is always busy. You've got so much on your plate that you can't really, or it seems like you can't switch off. It might be that you're snapping with your partner and you're short with the people that you love because you feel under so much pressure. It might be that you're struggling to sleep. Maybe you're just finding that you feel flat and you know, you've been feeling stressed for so long that it's sapped your zest for life and maybe you're feeling a bit depressed as well. Another interesting thing that can happen when we're overwhelmed is that we lose sight of the things that really help us, the things that are really important to us, the things that bring us joy. So if you're thinking that your life is maybe devoid of those things or you're, you don't have time to do the things that you love to do or things that help you to take care of yourself you know that's a really good sign that overwhelm has gotten out of hand so I'm going to be sharing five tips hopefully simple things hopefully you find them simple not necessarily easy but simple things that you can be incorporating into your life or adopting to calm overwhelm and to take a bit off your plate so number one is what are you like at prioritizing things? So perhaps at this time of year, I'm recording this in January 2021, a lot of us are thinking about the coming year, we're thinking about our goals and intentions for the year. So perhaps you're doing this to some extent already, but I really want to invite you to think about what are the most important things in your life? You know, if you had a year to live, how would you want this year to go? What would you want to focus on? What would you want to make most important? And ask yourself, am I organising my life around what is most important to me? And then think about how you can organise your day around what is most important. Because our lives are made up of our days, frankly. And it's all too easy, especially when we're overwhelmed, for, for days to merge into weeks, to months and years without us really 
making the time for the things that matter the most. So just inviting you to think about what is most important to you. How can you prioritize that in your day starting from today? Number two is to think about what you're saying yes to, because I know (laughs) from my own experience and also from people that I work with that very often we are inclined to say yes to things for the wrong reasons. Maybe because we feel bad about saying no, we don't want to let other people down, we worry about what people will think about us if we say no, we want to be liked, and these things are actually all normal things as humans, it's normal to want to be liked, it's normal to not want to upset other people, but if that has gone too far in your life to the point where you are overwhelmed, you're burning out, you don't have time for you because you say yes to every request that comes your way, then just sending this reminder to really think about this in your life. And so one thing that I often suggest to people that do my confidence course, or we have a whole module about this, about saying no, is I ask people to tune in to their bodies and to get used to listening and feeling for what is a yes and what is a no for you. And if you can start to really tune into that and pay attention to that, I'm really listening when it's a no, when you're feeling that inner resistance or that heaviness around a request that comes in. Are you able to act on that? Are you able to say, you know what, can I get back to you on that and and let you know? Can I just have a think about it? Can I check my diary? Buy yourself a bit of time before you say yes to that request. You don't have to say yes on the spot. When you buy yourself that time, it just gives you a bit of space to reflect about whether that is in fact something that you want to say no to. I also talk about this a lot in my book, The Confidence Solution, which is out on the 21st of January. It's actually the same book as Brave New Girl, just has a new name. But for those of you that haven't read it already, you might want to pick up The Confidence Solution. And I talk all about setting boundaries and saying no and go into that in a lot more detail. So number three is a reminder, and this seems almost too simple to say, but I I feel like you need this reminder today. I know I need this reminder every now and again, to take breaks. We do not make good decisions when we are in a state of overwhelm. We do not, you know, cultivate good relationships when we're in a state of overwhelm. We can't be creative when we're overwhelmed. We can't think rationally because that state of being in fight or flight actually changes the way that your brain functions. It means that a lot more of your brain's capacity is going towards running away and making snap decisions, which might not be the best decisions, (laughs) but they're, they're ones that are done quickly. We're more likely to think about things in terms of black and white, for example. And away from the frontal cortex, the most clear thinking, rational part of the brain. So take a break and reset your nervous system whether that is going out for a walk having a stretch having a shower calling a friend watching a funny youtube video do something to get out of that state of overwhelm and confusion because you're not going to be good for anyone let alone yourself when you're in that state so take a break and if you have to schedule in breaks it's so easy i I can get like this where i'm just on a roll of working, I'm smashing through the to-do list and the whole day passes and I haven't got up and I'm stiff and I'm, you know, my eyesight is 
you know, not as good as it could be because I've been staring at a screen without a break. Actually scheduling in that time, having a bit of a routine where you get up and have a stretch, have your yoga mat, mat rolled out and ready for you to use, you know, near your desk or near your place of work. I'm assuming most people are working from home at the moment, if you're lucky enough to be able to work from home. So schedule in those breaks. Number four is about asking for help. And, you know, we're not, again, a bit like saying, no, we're not very good at asking for help, are we? There's this sense, I think, that we need to be Wonder Women or Supermen and handle things all by ourselves. And if we can't do everything ourselves, there can almost be a sense that we're failing, that we're deficient in some way, that we're not good enough. And yet, we are not islands. We are not supposed to do this all by ourselves. This life is too much for one person to handle on their own. We need each other. We need our community. We need our people. We need our friends and family. And so just in the same way as if you had a friend who was really struggling, you know, wouldn't you want them to reach out to you? Wouldn't you want them to ask you for help and tell you that they were struggling? And would you not be devastated to think that they were struggling on their own and not getting help or they were taking something on and they were losing sleep over it you know you'd want to know about that wouldn't you and so let's just apply those same rules to ourselves and remember that actually it's okay to ask for help it's okay to be struggling with something it's okay to be overwhelmed it's actually normal (laughs) it's not normal in these times And maybe you can work on, you know, thinking about what help you need. I mean, this is another whole topic, which I'll probably do a whole other podcast on because it's actually something that's coming up a lot for people that I'm working with at the moment. Often we don't know what it is that we need. And so asking for help can seem even more complicated. But I wonder if you can just reflect on that for a moment. What sort of help you need? Is it practical help? Do you need help with your children? Do you need help with the shopping? Do you need a piece of work taking off your plate? Do you just need someone to listen to you and to let you offload or vent to them for a few minutes? Thinking about what you need and then knowing that you would want a friend to ask you for help more often than not. And so those same rules apply to you. And then lastly, number five is just a reminder of something that I've talked about a lot. I start my book, The Anxiety Solution, with this quote, which is, make peace of mind your priority. It's just, again, a reminder that you are not here on this earth to be productive. You are not here to tick things off a to-do list or to please other people. You are here on your own journey to be and experience what it is to be you. You're here to fulfill your unique potential and experience love and experience learning and growth. It's all too easy to lose sight of that when we get bogged down with all the things, all the things. But just to say that, you know, the majority of things that you're feeling overwhelmed with right now are not going to matter nearly so much a year from now. They may not even matter a week from now or a day from now, let's be honest. So how can you make peace of mind your priority? How can you come back to what really matters? How can you remember that being is more important than doing? And that you're here to learn and grow and experience, not to be productive. 
So I hope that's been helpful. This is just a short and sweet episode. I'll be back next week with some amazing guests, some amazing books are coming out this January. So I've got loads of really incredible podcast guests coming up in the next few weeks. Come and let me know how you're doing on Instagram. I love getting your DMs. Please send me a message. Let me know if you found this helpful. And let me know, how do you deal with overwhelm? Come and send me a DM and let me know. You have been listening to the Karma You podcast with me, Chloe Bretheridge. Don't forget you can download loads of freebies for anxiety and confidence at my website, karmayou.com. You can also find out about my app and my one-on-one sessions. Please do subscribe to this podcast in the Apple Podcast app. And if you have enjoyed it or found it helpful, please leave me a review. It makes a massive difference to helping the podcast get discovered by other people. And come on over and find me on Instagram. I'm hanging out there every day. You can find me at Chloe Brotheridge. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And please do share it with anyone who might need to hear this today. So I'm sending you loads of love and I hope you have a brilliant week ahead.